experimenting with her playthings right under my gaze. Those wretched cultists have become far more emboldened, and yet it seems it was for naught. No matter, for other things have been drawn to my power, roosting where even the foulest beasts never dare to tread. Hey, everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and we are doing good today. Last night was a good night, wasn't it, guys? It was a great night. Yeah. I had fun. Yeah, I'm still riding the high. It was. We we had a great time. We had a great time meeting all of you, and now we're doing the after-date call. <laughs> yeah, for, for us, for us, we are, are one day after the end of the anniversary, and we did our first live stream last night that I fucked up awfully. But I had a great time. It was great. We got to hear from our fans, uh, Drew... For our gift cards, um, Casual Chaos and Blueberry Detective won. Yay! Congratulations! Go team! They're excited. Casual Chaos is in the Discord being like, what should I get? (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. But I I was really excited. I had a great time and I I want to do it again sometime. So, we started a little bit late tonight. Uh, Christian had some work stuff and Jake. Apparently ate a sandwich the size of a dinner table. It wasn't the size of a dinner table. I was just like, in, I, was, I was finishing the production of the sandwich, and then I took my time. <laughs> 20 minutes before I record time, Jake drops in discard. I'm going to be a little late. I got to eat the sandwich. <laughs> I would like to say that it was eight minutes before record time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You still drop the careless whisper MP3 in the, in the chat. But the real question is, you, you ate it in a circle, right? Uh, doesn't everybody? Yeah. No. Mm. I do, but I, apparently not everyone does. What are you talking? No, no, no. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wait, what shape, what shape of sandwich is this? I, I was just leaning into a bit that I thought was nonsensical. What do you mean you eat it in a circle? You eat your circle. I eat my circles in a sandwich. I eat almost every <laughs> circle. Wow. <laughs> there it is. How many circles I mean, does I he eat? I eat my sandwiches. I, I eat my your circles. Dog? I, eat I, eat like I have eaten many circles. <laughs> I've eaten so many circles. Um, I eat almost everything. Obviously, some foods are weirdly shaped, but almost everything I eat in a circle. So like with a sandwich, I would eat all of the crust first and leave the middle and then eat the middle of the sandwich. And like with a taco... I would eat all like the shell. F- I eat all the shell first, like around. What? Like, yeah. And then I eat the middle of the top. Doesn't you guys not do this? Why? No. <laughs> no, there's no Raymond really weird. That, Raymond. <laughs> Raymond, I, I want to know more about your childhood. Raymond, I need to connect you with priests in your area. <laughs> I, yeah, everything pretty much I save. I was always told you save the best for last. So I took it literally and I was like, okay, like if, if my, like a taco or like, like a burrito. Well, a burrito is hard because I, I, I eat like the front the top part and then i can't eat the bottom because it'll fall out but i do sort no. of like eat around yeah. the bad parts like the like the, the, the doughy bad part. the doughy <laughs> what's the bad parts there are bad like, parts getting okay. different burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really i'm really concerned right now because now i'm trying to figure out in my head how do you eat soup 
<laughs> like every single week we learn another thing well, just another thing about you that's just so out of left field and, and unacceptable this like is, this isn't I like how you were like oh this will be some kind of polarizing thing like somebody will write it and be no fuck you Raymond that's completely that's just you that's just you there's gotta be somebody I turn everything I, uh, I turn everything I eat into a frisbee it's just what I do no 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I, I support you Raymond I don't do this I <laughs> Uh, Raymond, I don't do this, but I support you. It, it has a little level of whimsy to your life that I think, uh, you know, we could all benefit from. Yeah. It's sorely uh, needed, really, at this point. <laughs> so you guys eat spaghetti. Oh, I just slurped that up. That's, that's different. That's, that's easy. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know it was different. <laughs> so you guys are, you're telling me if you're eating like a cookie, you like say, like you eat just, you just go from the front to the back and you eat like the shitty burnt part at the end. You don't like save the gooey middle for wait, the last wait, bite. What are you wait. talking Shitty burnt part at the Where end? Where do you buy your cookies? Are you cooking them in a toaster? <laughs> no, like I'm just saying, yeah, like normally lives in California. <laughs> oh, you guys would do shitty cookies. <laughs> yeah, I just have the best part in the middle where it's like nice and gooey and soft. And, and then, I'm like, mm, yes, so this was the best so part you of climax. it. Ostensibly, it depends on your fucking cookie opinions, man. I so, like the, I like the, <laughs> somebody called me duder the other day when i was at a dispo so it's fine (laughs) yeah listen duder i don't have any undercooked parts of my cookies bro i just i like to think of like eating food as like a as like a trajectory of going forward not like a bell curve you're like i don't want i don't want the middle of my meal to be my climax diagram homie <laughs> I like to end on a high note. I don't want to eat it in the middle and be like, "All right, now I got to eat the rest of this shitty meal and then eat the end of it." And it's just gross. So I say, "What are the- people doing to your food?" See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I get that. So like, I will I will eat something on my plate that I prefer less. Like I hate I I really like most vegetables. I hate carrots. Like I just hate them. Don't like them. Don't like the taste. Don't like the texture. Anything. I'll eat them, but I eat them first because I want to get rid of. Get it, get it over with, and then I'll move on to the good stuff, like the Brussels sprouts and yeah, yeah. good stuff. Uh, but I don't, I don't eat things geometrically <laughs> in any way because I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do this before or after launching a cart at somebody's car? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I eat, it's a cross between somebody who had done a stint in prison and uh, 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 Joey Chestnut. <laughs> I eat really fast, and it's from <laughs> like I. I guard mine. <laughs> yeah, same. So I like, eat really I fast. And I think it's from my side. time in retail, right? Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> all right, you get 20 minutes to eat. And it's just like, oh, and I still haven't broken out of it. Like, I could eat all day if I wanted to at my job right now, right? I could just bring my food to my desk and just, blah. but still, as soon as I get it, I mean, if it has dropped two degrees by the time I'm done with it, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not okay. a positive character trait. <laughs> Turns out that we have at least two cast members that are pythons. <laughs> I also do eat very fast. So that just is growing up with an older brother that was built like a gorilla and just took everything that he wanted. Oh, I'm done here. I'm going to eat your food too. So you just had to hoover it down as fast as you could. If you were fledglings in a nest, he just would have killed you. <laughs> yep. If you were sharks, he would have eaten you in utero. Micah, yeah. Micah, how do you peck through your millet? Uh, well, <laughs> in between uh, very healthy portions of millet, I like to take bites out of raw potatoes. Nice. <laughs> Just bite into it like a fucking apple. <laughs> yeah. Is that to, uh, is that to uh, tamp down your raging libido? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. 
Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, also, uh, I also have Kellogg's like, follower. I don't have, I, I don't like to, I don't think I have ADD or ADHD, but with food, or not, sorry, not ADD or ADHD, um, OCD. I don't have much OCD. Like, <laughs> like, can't believe I mixed up the two. Acronyms. When, Those are yeah, very different things. Very different. They are, right? I don't have OCD, but with my food, I do. I don't know if you guys have this as well. Probably not because I'm a psychopath, apparently. But like, so if I have yes. like, if I have like yep. a cheeseburger and fries, I will eat my, I'll eat the burger in a circle, leaving the center. I then eat all my fries and I can't continue fuck? my burger until I've finished my fries. Yes. Why, <laughs> why do you have a rubric for different foods? I, I don't know. I just, or like, if I have like, I have like a pickle, like a sandwich with a pickle, I'll like take a bite of the pickle and then I'll like eat some of the sandwich and I can't, I have to like finish with like a bite of pickle and a bite of sandwich. What the fuck? <laughs> I, like I'm half on board with you here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I understand what you're saying, but at the same point, I'm not going to choose the middle bite of my sandwich because especially if it's a burger, that bit is the least done bit, right? But that's the best tasting. Yeah. That's, that's the most blood. It depends, right? <laughs> Some people like a good, cr- like I like, I was talking to somebody recently. I like a nice thin burger with a little bit of pink in the middle, but I like that crunch, the mm-hmm. Malliard reaction from like a smash yeah. burger. I love that. Yeah. Well, Fuck you guys, and uh, let's move on. <laughs> I, I am the outcast yet again. I don't want to defend my saying. shitty points anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, like if, if I'm eating, you know, three different types of food on a plate, you know, I'll save a little bit of Brussels sprout, a little bit of steak, and a little bit of like, uh, you know, Parmesan orzo or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, boop, boop, boop. And make sure that I've got a little bit of each for the final bite. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a homogenization of the meal. Like, ah, oh, yes. Right. As your final mm. bite. Because you're like, I want to end on a good note. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I just, <laughs> well, I like just well, mix and match the flavors of my meal, whatever I'm eating. Like if there's multiple components, like for example, a sandwich, chips and drink, like I'll take a bite of sandwich, put a, take a bite of chips and I'll go good with that. And then I'll take a bite of sandwich and then I'll finish it with a drink and then I'll I, I alternate just to make sure I get a bunch of different combinations of what I'm eating. You can't switch between foods like that. No? So is, is that the whole like opinion I have? Uh, yes, I fully disagree with that. You have to eat it by section. It's just like one food group at a time. You go around in a circle. This is getting weirder. Okay, I, I can see that. In a circle, you say. <laughs> I like that all of our openings are just going to be a case study of Raymond that will somehow in the future alter what's written in the DSM. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what else is in a circle? <laughs> These stones to the north of Otari. <laughs> nice. Wow. That was really good. I didn't plan them with that with them, I promise. <laughs> Ray has been wanting to do this intro for like four weeks. Yeah. Shout out TZMA on our Discord for, for getting this conversation started. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show.
So last week, you guys uh, finished up with the combat in the gauntlet against these strange zombie creatures that reached out with spectral arms to grab you and a cultist that flung spells from across the room. You finished that combat, found an interesting item that allows Kashak to now deliver touch spells at a range of five feet. And uh, you finished that combat, headed back to town in order to make it in time for the town memorial service for the men that were killed at the gauntlet. You're up at the stone circle. You hear an impassioned uh, goodbye from Clort's wife, and she speaks to you for a while. And as she's talking to you, she's she's explaining her grief, how it doesn't feel like he's really gone. She could have swore she felt him get out of bed that morning and go out, make his breakfast, and then leave out the door. And about that time, the, the fog began to roll in a little deeper from the fog when fog fen between the trees, the Emin wood, and completely suffused the area in a mist that would, say, give you a 20% mischance, roughly, give or take. Uh. And as this this fog surrounds you, it's not that strange for fog to get out here, honestly. I mean, it's right next to a, a swamp. But you hear wing beats high above your head. And then the screech of some creature. And then screaming in a couple different places. And a bit of a struggle. And with that... We are back and about to enter a combat. Oh, boy. With what? So I'm going to let you guys know, and this is a little bit to the listeners as well. It's obviously to the listeners, right? Because everybody's here for this. There's a lot of stuff going on. You don't just have the creatures. This is a public event. The townspeople are here bunch of randos you might not necessarily know they all have faces and names but one person that is definitely there to the north of you guys is Rin so to set the stage it's two concentric circles of stones there's 20 circles at the outside there's 10 at the inside there is a 50 15 foot gap between the two rings and the center circle is approximately 35 feet wide the entire uh, circle is roughly 110 feet wide. And you can hear this wing beats, this flapping above your head. And there's a bit of a panic. And I'm going to have to get everyone to roll for initiative. There is a fog effect covering everything. All right. Kashak, what'd you get, buddy? That's a 21 total for me. All right. What you got, Yosef? What I got is a 26, natural 17. Tobin, tell me what you got. I rolled a 2 for an 11. Beautiful. Starting off strong. Solus. 8 for a 15. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Middling. Billiam. Got an 11 for a 17. All right. Could be better. And is that is that everyone? Let me roll initiative for all these lovely commoners in the mix here. This is a big one. This is bigger than the cemetery combat, though most of these people are non-combatants. So in addition to trying to beat back this fight, um, you're also going to try to... You're going to have to try to protect the townsfolk if you can. 
if you can't beat these things, you have to protect the townsfolk at the very least. And as an aside, I was going to bring this up before we started in the banter, but I just had such a fun time talking. We are going to start tonight using Divine Boons and Infernal Boons. Divine Boons can be drawn randomly by using two hero points. They will be giving bonuses, beyond circumstance bonuses, uh, beyond uh, what would normally be applied by items and such. They are meant to be powerful. The long term is with the Patreon that we launched, uh, or are launching in our perspective in about four days. We hope to get some patrons that want to write some of these cards out. I've written a few uh, for Divine Boons and Infernal Boons that we will be using until we start getting some submissions. Second, uh, Infernal Boons are are uh, drawn by using Villain Points, which are a new subsystem that I created specifically for our game. Um, they only cost me one Villain Point to get to use. I get two Villain Points for knocking a PC unconscious. One Villain Point for knocking an NPC, a friendly NPC unconscious. Um, which both of those things honestly should be fairly rare. <laughs> So that's why I'm I'm using only one to get mine, and I've been giving hero points out like candy to these guys. So they should be they should be well prepared for some some hero boons, uh, divine boons. So back to combat. Two concentric circles of stones. The fog is ro- rolled in. The fog is thick enough that there is concealment present, um, and you currently cannot see what is coming at you. To begin combat. Our old buddy Rin Savinxi is here. And she actually uh, is probably the highest level character out here to be completely honest because she has a really good initiative. She hears the wing beats and the screech and she is immediately concerned for everyone around her. And she looks to the person to her east and sees that he has been attacked by something and she moves to his side and kneels down to him and says, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, it'll be okay. I'm here for you. What do you need? And she's going to roll a medicine check on him to attempt to treat wounds. That's a 16 for a success. What's that, Tobin? That's two, uh, two D8, right? Todd? 2D8 is correct. Yes. Yeah. I was just asking the guy that does medicine checks. No, I, and I he's said back yes, to, apparently he's register. back to full, and she's going to end her turn down kneeling next to uh, this gentleman that's been attacked by one of whatever the heck this was. All right, next turn. You hear wing beats. And how do we administer this? It starts combat hidden based on the role that I did last week for its stealth. Can anybody see Rin? Mm, no, not anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah, mm. no, I can see. Yeah, I can see her. Kashak should be able to see her, I believe. Right? Oh, so she's in, like, the outer circle over there. Yeah, she's in the outer circle at the far north. So she is a good, well, I don't know, 50 feet from you guys. Okay, sorry. So, they, the, if this begins hidden, does it have to sneak to remain hidden, Christian? Yes, anytime you do an action that would break 
your stealth, you automatically break it at the end of that action. So to take a standard move would break it because you're not sneaking. So at the end of that move, you would be considered visible. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. You hear wing beats. They're getting closer and closer and suddenly dipping out of the fog is this flying creature near you, Yosef. Let me go ahead and show you what you're dealing with. Oh, what? it's, it's some, beautiful. Yeah, it's some weird this is purple another bird. Lovely creature from Beast Foundry. This is one of uh, Christian's beasties. Ooh, well, shit. It's a fun one. All of this stuff is fun. You know what I'm going to do real quick, guys? Let me pause for just a minute to get rid of this fog, because I thought it was really cool. <laughs> but it's just ticking me off. <laughs> All right, Christian, how many ways can this thing grapple us? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's a grapple fool. And I'm going to make it daytime real quick. But thematically, it's it's nighttime. But it's hard for me to see. I imagine it's way harder for you to see. Right? Okay. So this creature, you hear just silently... Phew, and Yosef, it dives into range. You can see it diving out of the cloud cover. It dives down to make an attack. It's actually going to slash at you with its wings. At me? At you, Yosef. Oh, hooray. So this has a... It's actually going to make two attacks. It's almost like a double slice. So here's the first attack. It's a 17 to hit. That is a miss. All right. And the second one, it does not get its multiple attack penalty. That's a natural 15 for 26. That hits. All right. So you're going to take 1d8 plus 4. So let me find my stupid d8. Here it is. You're going to take 11 points of slashing damage. Oh. And you now have a bleed as well. Phenomenal. Yep, you have a 1d6 bleed that will crack oh. at the end of your turn. Oh, gr- great, great. But the good thing is, is this thing is in range of you, but everything has a 20% miss chance. Oh, shoot. I have a 20% miss chance. You sure do. I do. You, I'm going to roll that miss chance. You son of a bitch. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Natural 12. I got it. 20%. That's What is that? It's a 20% miss chance as a uh, DC 5 check, right? Yeah. Five or higher. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just remembered trying to save my own butt that it's there to save you, too. Remembered you're part of everyone. Yep, I am everyone. And you are me. And you know what, Yosef? You get a chance to respond immediately because it is your turn. All right. Did I say last week that I had my spike chain produced? Because I honestly don't remember. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think we ended before you could have yeah. done that. So this swoops down and attacks Yosef twice hits him with some damage and a little bit of bleed, but he's now there on the ground, having tried to swipe at him twice, and he's in range of whatever Yosef can do. What do you do? So do you get a benefit to uh, sneak checks if you're in fog or obscuring this like this, Christian? You don't get a benefit, but because you do have concealment, you are allowed to make stealth checks to become hidden because there is concealment. Hmm. Okay. Right, so you don't have to, like, duck behind something or around a corner or into a shadow or something. You can just boop. Okay, because I was going to use underhanded assault, but 
that allows you to do a sneak check, right? So, I mean, I think it would work. Yeah, it's a two-action thing, so I think I'm going to do that. I'll allow it. So I got a sneak. Just take a look at my stealth bonus. Pretty good, plus eight. Let's see what I get here. Uh, natural three for an 11. That That is a mess. On, or I'm sorry, that's your sneak, right? So mm-hmm. your natural... Okay, sorry. Reset. You're all natural three to sneak. It's supposed to be a hidden check, though, right, Christian? The, well, it's still your stealth to a hide right, check. I know, if he's... but the hide check is supposed to be a secret check because he's not supposed to know if he gets hidden. I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow it because it's underhanded assault, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. You are definitely not hidden from this thing. Well, all right, then. Uh, I'll use my last action to just strike at it, then. All right. Um, is this Make at my pay. full BAB since I didn't, like, succeed at the sneak, so I didn't get the strike? I think so. Uh, okay. I think it's a, your full full attack bonus. All right, let's see what let's see what I get. Actually, no, I can't because Wait, I no. have to use my first action to produce my whip. Exactly. Well, I think underhanded assault. You still get to attack, right? But it's not a sneak attack. You still get to try to hit me. All right. Somebody uh, confirm for natural me. One. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. But nope. I'm ninety percent positive that underhanded assault just allows you to use two actions to like sneak and move and attack all at once, rather than having to sneak and then move into position and then attack is three actions. I think that's the primary benefit of it because it takes a three action activity and compresses it down to two. Yeah. I think Christian is checking for us. I am as well. Thanks Rose daddy. Oh, you're now a daddy too. Can we <laughs> rename this podcast? My two dads. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. <laughs> oh no. If your stealth check against the chosen foe succeeds, you can make a melee strike against that foe. So, no, you don't get to make the strike, which it doesn't matter because you got a natural one. Yeah. So, I ruled that incorrectly after I actually read it and didn't just guess. But, in the future, underhanded assault allows you to attempt the sneak. If you succeed at the sneak, then you can attack, but it still uses two. Yeah. Um, the cool thing is, is though, it compresses a three-action activity down into two. All right. Next up is one of these lovely commoners, and um, they're going to seriously just pack up and run out of here as quickly as they possibly can, heading south towards the town, not even worrying about getting towards the road. And he has gone pecan. One of those commoners is out. Good. All right, next round is another one of these awful things. And he is going to... Where is he? I've got to find him. It's hard seeing invisible creatures on the map, guys. All right, he's going to... Yep, I got him. He's going to fly this way. And I'll show you now that he's visible after his movement. He's in the center of the center circle attacking a commoner that was near the center. And is going to attack just like with Yosef, uh, the wing sl- uh, double wing slash. So first he comes down, he's got these razor like talons on his wings as well. And as he comes down to land next to it, It flaps its wings and slices across this thing's chest. Uh, Definitely hits it and smokes it with that damage, too, man. Uh, That is a 23 to hit against this poor little commoner's AC of uh, 13. So that is a crit. So it's really, really important to save these stupid commoners because they're going to go down pretty quickly. And, uh, yeah, that first commoner is, is down. He is dying uh, I'm going to actually use the dying track on these guys because they are friendly NPCs. Since he went down with a crit, he is now dying too. Let me go ahead and put that on him so we know 
that he is dying too. And he actually gets a second attack with that, so it's probably going to bring him down to dying three. Fun fact, while you are on the ground unconscious, you take a minus six to your armor class. Oh, I didn't know that. That is... You have a minus four for being unconscious, and then you're also considered flat-footed for another minus two for a total of minus six. I, uh, I got a 27, so that's another crit. So this thing hits it with its first wing and slashes it across the chest, and a second one spills its guts out and completely eviscerates this commoner, and it just drives its beak into it and starts eating. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Ripping out its his intestines and it just snacking on them. Oh, my God. Ah! Wait, wait, who is it? And there's just blood flying everywhere. Uh, you'd recommend, rec- if anybody was able to see this grisly display, they would recognize this as the uh, one of the fruit sellers in the market. Oh. His name was Bingus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good, uh, that's that's <laughs> happening up here, right? Bingus. That's happening in the center of the map, essentially. Yeah, I think I can see it. Oh, that's not up here. Okay. Just right. curious to know if uh, Carmen uh, Rajan okay. is here at all. He is no not reason. because he uh, skipped the service because he's a dickbag. Sounds what a dick right. bag. Right? Yeah. All these people here are good, upstanding, honest uh, citizens of Otari. Oh. That's what makes this all the worst. So. Now we got to care. Here's something to be aware of. You've got to help these people. Wait, uh, did you roll the 25% mischance? <gasps> Thank you so much. Boy, Look Micah. at you. Let me roll it on the <laughs> yeah, first Micah. one. 13. Roll it on the second one. 12. Damn it. Fuck you. Why he That's brought fine. an apple to this. Thank you, Micah. I'm going to keep forgetting this. Um, that's what you're here for, is to remind me how stupid I am. Anyway, this is bad news bears. For you guys, for the commoners, you have to do something to either repel these things or kill them or something, or they're going to continue to cause hurt. And Kashak, what can you do to save your fellow townsfolk? I'm slowly starting to hate this place. I'm going to start off with a electric arc at that one snack on the guy in the middle. All right. You got and away from her, you bitch. Well, <laughs> so what is a target in this game? Can Will it auto correct to the nearest within 30 meters? It should auto jump to the next one within 30 feet. The bo- electric arc, both attacks come from you and target a creature within 30 feet of you. Oh. So they don't hit one creature and then go somewhere else. There's two arcs, each going to a separate creature within 30 feet of you. Oh, they don't? Mm-mm. Well, that's the way we've been playing it, but I don't think it really matters, honestly. I mean, it wouldn't change anything up to this point. In this case. Rules is written, yeah. Rules is written, it's two targets within 30 feet of you. Otherwise, you have a range of 60 feet with electric arc, uh, potentially. Well, there we go. Good. Oh, yeah, that is true. That ends up being like a chain lightning, which is a much more powerful spell. Yes. So as oh, he sits okay. right now, Kashak cannot hit the one in the center because he is five feet away. Or five feet well, away from Well, that's the one 30. that just did the, the slice and start feasting on intestines, right. right? Yeah, he's doing that cute little duck thing where they flap their wings in the water, except the water's blood. Yeah, that's <laughs> adorable, and I hate it. I like it. And I love it. <laughs> All right. It's just like burrowing in. It's just kind of getting in. This has got to be extra gruesome for Micah. So I can move here. There you go. And I'm reluctant to... But I'm going to do it, and I'm going to cast Electric Arc on the one in the middle. Now, does Kashak feel threatened at all? Kashak would absolutely feel threatened at this point. I think you should roll on your Wellspring, buddy. Wait, no, he's already done it today, hasn't he? 
Has he done Wellspring today? Yeah. Yeah, because it's the evening. He's already done. He's only done once. Yeah, I thought it was per fight. Yes, but not during this fight. He's done once. He need, he gets two a day. Right. So you get another one. So let's let's roll that d20 to see if you surge. Then I start blasting. Look at that. What's that roll there, buddy? It's an 18. That's a crit. That means that you get to restore one spell slot of your choice that's been ex- uh, expended. Because it's a crit. I'm going to restore a uh, level two spell slot. Excellent. And I'm going to still use my cantrip. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. Doing it. Unlimited. Oh, and I have to roll a reflex. You're waiting on me. Yes. Power. All right. So the first one, I'm going to roll the reflex for the one in the center. Uh, That's a crit success. I believe. No, no, it's just a success. I got a uh, 26. So that's just a success. And the second one, also a success. Roll a natural 17. Okay. So. Uh, roll your damage, and I think we've been applying like two separate damage rolls to each. Let's just go ahead and start applying one. It's a little bit easier to maintain, but they'll both take half damage. It's an 11. All right, so five points off of each of these guys. You know what? You're the first one to do anything to them, so you give yourself a good firm pat on the back. A nice nice firm clap on the, on the buttock for Kashak there. Ooh. Or doing what he needed to do. For doing the dang thing. And I'd also like to say something. All right. Uh, so it'll be like, everyone to me. Nice. Everyone? Like, are you telling that to the commoners and... Yeah, I'm saying the commoners. Like, townspeople, citizens of Otari, come here. And also the birds. <laughs> and also birds. I'm really tiny and light and delicious. Mm. I use moisturizing oils on my scales. Kentucky Fried Kobold. Finger licking good. Is that the end of your turn there, buddy? Yeah. I'm disgusted and and I love it. I know you do. All right. We got <laughs> another commoner up and it is the one right next to Yosef. And he books it towards Kashak. He's like, oh, what do I do? What do I What do? I do? And you recognize this as the only lizard folk in town. Celsus is his name. As far as you know, he's the only lizard folk in town. He may have family, but they never leave the house. And he runs there, and he just kind of cowers and waits for further instruction. Billiam, what can you do to stay to sate the tide of blood happening here? Not a whole lot. Um, Does it make you mad? <sighs> yeah. So, so I was thinking about this. I I'm gonna take a page out of Kashak's book, and I feel threatened and confusedly rage. <laughs> nice. Just, just like look around and be like, what is happening? And being so angry that I would begin raging. However, I'm gonna, if I'm going to start raging and then I'm going to run up to this thing. And then if I pull my weapon out, I can't do, I can't attack it. Just punch it. I, right. I could, I, I could just <sighs> thinking, so I can't see this one up here. So I wouldn't really know what was going on. Right. So you'd I, hear the, ah, yeah, exactly. And the gore splash. Gross. You might feel a bit, a few drips on you that feel like rain, but it's actually blood being spattered up and over the stone and onto you. Grody. So I think what I would do is I would run, just just start bull charging towards this thing. And um, I'm actually not, I am going to do an unarmed attack. If I pull my weapon out, I, I won't even, I'll just run up to it and then stop right in front of it. So I think I'd like to run and just like, ooh, ooh, and then interlock my fingers together and just... <laughs> Come down Double axe like handle. this. Yeah, Double exactly. axe handle. Right on, right onto this thing. Um, nice. 
I love it. Yeah, because I find I, yeah, because hero point. I think yeah. it's cool. Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So strikes uh, unarmed attack. Yeah. That is a fifteen for a twenty-four. That's a hit, buddy. Hey. You come down right on this this thing's head and boom. I bonk it and do seven points of damage. Hey. Oh, that's that's actually really good. Wow, yeah, these good. fragile little bird bodies. And I'm gonna stop real quick right there. And we did not roll the bleed damage on Yosef. It hasn't been my turn yet. Yes, it has. You went immediately after the one that hit you. Yeah, and it hasn't come back around to me yet. It didn't need to come back around to you. You went right after. You're supposed to take your bleed damage at the end of your turn. Oh. So I'm going to roll the bleed damage. But this also means you get to save against it. Right. Just two points. So you take two points of bleed, and now you get to roll your recovery check. It's a flat 15. How many points did I take again? You said two. Two. Okay. And I got to roll. I got a 14. Uh, not quite. Well, it's only not that many points, right? Two points for now. Could be worse, man. Also, I would like to add that I just rolled um, the 20% mischance on my dice, and I rolled a 13. Beautiful. I think I'm good. Thank you so much for reminding me, because yeah. I keep forgetting, because I took the fog off the map, and I'm an idiot, and I need visual aids. Wait, you rolled a 13? Mm-hmm. That means you miss. No, no, it doesn't mean he misses. It's a 20% chance. Oh, right, because you're not rolling percentiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Bill, what was your, or what was Bill's <laughs> damage on that? Because you said seven, it looked like you rolled a three. Raging, shouldn't you be dealing a little more? So it's, I think I rolled a 1d4, so I think I rolled a three plus four. Ah, and he needs plus two more for rage. Yeah, he should be dealing a little more damage. That should be nine raging. points of damage. Yep, that's nine points of damage. Good catch, Christian. That's why you're here, man. Thanks, Double Christian. X handle. Damn, son. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next is another com- commoner, and he... And he runs, and you see he's got blood on him. He was one of the first ones that got a quick little swipe by one of these guys as they came in. But he runs towards Kashak. What? What am I supposed to do? What? I, I, and and as he he runs by this thing that's just ripping and tearing at the flesh of this uh, other commoner, the man that worked at the fruit stand, and just getting showered in blood everywhere, just splashing. It's like. It's nasty, man. It's bad. And that's the end of that commoner's turn. Solus, Puenatentus, this town that you've for now adopted as your own is under attack directly yet again. What do you do? Well, oh, champion of Iowa. There's a kind of a conundrum right now because two townsfolk are being threatened in different directions. And I can see both of them, and they're about the same distance away from me. Um, I don't know. Uh, Billiam, do you think you, uh, you've got it here? You go up there. Go help with Kashak. All right. Then I draw my sword and I run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Could you charge? Up to this All bird. Right. And now I'm going to attack it. All right. So give me that sick, sick damage roll. Uh, that is a 9 for a 19. All right. Give me uh, give me your miss chance. Okay. DC 5. A 3. Oh. oh. So you slash at smoke, hitting nothing. And that is the end of your turn. Yep. Yet another commoner begins to run towards Kashak, taking his advice from the scaly gold kabold that, that shines like a brilliant beacon of golden 
redemptive light in the center of this circle, in this outdoor charnel house. And that's the end of its turn. Tovin. Tovin. Yeah. What is it you're uh, going to do? Tovin's going to head back into town and see if he can find Carmen Rajani to bring him out to the Circle of Stones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> seeing his companion's uh, assault, uh, whatever it is in this mist, he can hear the sounds of battle uh, at least a little ways away and hearing the, the cries of somebody being injured and attacked. He's going to rush in the same direction as Solus. Seems like Solus has his head his head on straight and he wants to try to assist as much as possible. So he's going to run directly to be behind Solus and he's going to see this downed townsperson and that's when he's going to attempt battle medicine. Uh, the downed townsperson is dead. Oh, they were dead? I thought they were like dying three. Dead. They got double crit. Oh, oh I'm, I, I better roll really high then. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't have to tell him that. You can like... like <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like medics in World War II. <laughs> yeah. Just don't you off. quit on me. <laughs> Um, then I'm going to grab his dog tags and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to cast magic weapon on Solus. All right. Nice. If that's the case. Uh, so now you've got your double base, uh, damage die. Solus. Bomba, bomba, bomba. That kind of double base, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> perfect. And he's, he's going to whisper to, to Solus and this before they end anybody else. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Yet another commoner is ready, and he's the one up next to Rin. Say, Rin, Kashak told us, told us to run to him, and he scrambles up to a crawl and turns it into like a four-footed run and stands up just in time to get to the center of stones and gets right in the center of stones, listening to Kashak's request. That's the end of his turn, and we have one more commoner. That uh, is not too keen on listening to Kashak. He is the one that's closest to the road, and he is going to book it back to town. And he is also now gone. See you. Bye. And that's the end of round one. Our buddy, Rin, is up. Uh, She steps forward to the edge of the Circle of Stones, and she sees these creatures for the first time. And she looks genuinely concerned by their presence. Uh, yeah. I, th- I didn't... I didn't know that these were, were on the island. Where did they come from? Where, where could they possibly... Uh, and, um... She is going to cast Glitter Dust on the one that is uh, munching on the corpse. So Glitter Dust... Poof! Okay. Um, if a creature has an ability, uh, blah, 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 target's not affected. Actually, this probably would not help with concealment, would it? No, it just reduces invisible to concealed. Yeah. Right, because we don't have... Well, invisible would be if these things were completely hidden, right? They'd be considered invisible? Yes. However, uh, failure does make it dazzled for one minute. Right, right. However, dazzled is the same as a 20% mischance. So. <laughs> yeah, well... Critical failure is blinded. That's what she would do. She's, she is worried. She is very worried. So, uh, this thing is going to attempt a reflex. It's got a high reflex. It's not a given, though. Not a gimme. And it it crit succeeds. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's unaffected, completely. Darn. Well, that's the end of Rin's turn. 
It's a 10-foot burst. Did she get anyone else in that? Oh, that's... It's a 10-foot burst off of it. So mm-hmm. it's going to hit Solus <gasps> and Toven at the very least. <gasps> so both of you go ahead and make re- reflex saves. We'll see about that. Why would she do this? Yeah. <laughs> and the people of the town? Solus, what'd you get? Uh, seven for an 11. Oh, man, that's almost a crit failure. Uh, you are dazzled for one minute. Good. Which doesn't change, really, your condition at all, because everything's already concealed for you. Thank you, Rin. And Tovin. I rolled a 19 for a 25. Uh, if you go invisible, it's negated for the next two rounds. So, great. You're fine. Boy, sure hope I don't go invisible. <laughs> that would be a horrific accident. It's this other creature's turn to begin with. And the first thing it's going to do is it's going to kind of take flight up. I mean, it's not going to actually mechanically start flying. But it goes straight up into the fog and it tries to conceal itself. Actually, it's got a... No, it's already under concealment. So I'm going to roll... Oh, yeah. It's hidden. I, I'm just going to go behind the screen. That was a natural 20. It's a little squid die. So it is now hidden. And it is going to silently... You can't even hear the wing beats as it flies away from you, Yosef. Oh, Cool. And that's the end of its turn. Maybe away from you. You don't know. Maybe. That's that's a good point. It might be away from you. It could be circling overhead. Yosef, you're up. Um, You've still got one on the ground over there, but I think it might be out of range. Yeah, that would be... On, in two range increments, I could get behind it. Oh and, then you, oh, and then you'd be flanking. Yeah, so I'll take the long way, go be-bop-boop, and then I guess I will attack once. Uh, that's a natural 18 plus 9, 27. Nice. That's a that's definitely a hit. I got a roll concealment though, right? Concealment. Okay. I rolled a nine. Alright, you're good. Cool. Let me grab my D eight and a D six for sneak attack. Alrighty. Uh that is fourteen points of damage. Nice. Damn. That's really good. That's that's a good job, buddy. Seven and a three plus four. Down there. Oh wait, that's also a plus one weapon, right? Yeah, but it doesn't add to the damage. Not to the damage? Okay, cool. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I need you to go ahead and take five points of bleed damage. Owie. I'm bleeding out. And go ahead and try to roll to recover. Okay, let's hope I roll above a... You said 15? Yep. 15 or higher. Three. No good. Great. You are still bleeding. Bleed this is bleeding. It's end of my turn. All right. We have another... This is the count. Okay. I got to remove him from the tracker. This is the commoner that already booked it for town. So we've got two that ran. <sighs> and it's this creature still on the ground that was just, just got whapped by Yosef. And um, he's going to take flight. But as he does, he's going to slash his wing down at you, uh, Yosef, as he takes flight. It's almost incidental. It's almost like it doesn't mean to do it. But as it takes flight, you see it's it's the the, the the feathers. It's like flight feathers. Almost look like they're metal. Uh-oh. You can see that they sli- slice and slash with every wing beat. I don't like that. So that is going oh. to be a 29 to hit. Let me roll my concealment. A four. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and it takes flight with its second action and with its third it's going to attempt to hide itself in the clouds but unfortunately you guys can all still see it it doesn't know that though 
but it is no longer on the ground, right? Okay. It's it's about 30 feet in the air. It just flies straight up 30 feet? It flew pretty much straight up 30 feet to get into the clouds and try to conceal itself. Yeah. But you can still see it. Does it need to do a fly check to go at it like more no, than a 40 No, because it has a fly angle? speed. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite that complicated in, in 2E. If you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. All right, cool. Kashak, you're up. These goddamn idiot bird motherfuckers think that they can kill someone in my town? Yes. Unlikely. I'm going to, hopefully there's not a ton of them, and I'm not wasting this, but I'm going to, that guy that I can still see in the sky, Yeah. I'm going to use heat metal on his feather. How far away? What's the range on heat metal? 30 feet. Too far. He's already 30 feet in the air. Pythagoras theorem, he's going to be too far away from you. Well, where is he in regards to me? Well, the one that you can still see is here, right? But he's pretty much 30 feet straight in the air from you. Okay. So that's a two-action spell if I move directly under him. Go ahead. Yeah, you can do that. All out. Light him up. And then light him up. Wind it up. All right. That's a fort save or a reflex? Uh, it is a... You get it. It lands on you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. It's a reflex. Um so it, it's, if it's worn or carried by a creature or the creature is made primarily of out of metal, um, it deals 2d4 fire damage and persistent fire, which must attempt a reflex saving throw if it's held by the creature. Okay. Um, so I got a 27 out of the reflex. So what's the DC? DC is going to be uh, 19. All right. So I succeeded. What do what do on a success? Like half damage? Uh, half damage, no persistent fire damage. Okay, give me the roll. Okay. So it's going to be half of this. That's a four, total of nine. All right. So here we go. Uh, half that damage. And you got it. And, and you can see that like the tips of its feathers go red hot for a moment. And then they're cooled almost immediately by the mist of the fog. You can see it kind of shudder in flight. Um, because, you know, all these rounds happen simultaneously. It's like you run under it as it's flying up and you shoot that spell up at him. And as he's flying, the tips of his wings start to get red hot and it kind of falters in flight and it cools down. Ooh. That's pretty neat. I like that spell. That's a fun cool spell. Visual. Uh, under the spell description, it does say the heat deals 46 fire damage and 2d4 persistent fire damage. Oh, but if they succeed to the save... They take half damage, and the object and deals no persistent fire damage. Failure, which, the creature takes... Oh, I'm sorry, success, the creature takes half damage, and the object takes no persistent. Right, so it's 46, not 44. So you rolled 46, right? Yeah, it should be... Yeah, it should still be 46 Yeah, damage. so that'd be eight points of damage, not four. Why does it change dice size? It doesn't change dice size. It doesn't. The, the fours are for the persistent flame or fire damage. If they fail to save. Oh, okay. All right. Four more damage off of that thing. There we go. We fixed it. Sorry, everyone. All right, another commoner is like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I feel comfortable with this. I. I don't think that I can. Uh, I have to go. And he runs again south, and he kind of makes it to the edge of the stone circle. And Billiam, you're up. What can you do? Nothing. One is missing. One is 30 feet in the air. So this is my only thought. <laughs> but I don't even know if I can do it because I'm raging. How tall are these stone pillars? I'd say <laughs> they're probably, I'd say they're about 25 feet tall. 
can I rot Macho Man Randy Savage off of one of them? And just, <laughs> I'm thinking I climb up and just. <laughs> I would let you do a. I'd let you do a climb check, but you would have to stow your weapon. Climb, I never pulled it out. And then, oh, you never pulled it out. No. <laughs> Wait, how many hero points do you have? <laughs> Asking for a friend, I, I and know. that friend is Tobin. But I don't even know if I could jump that far. I, I feel like I'd have to. How far off of a stone pillar? How far could I jump towards the thing? Well, you have to run to jump, or you jump at a minus, and you can jump up to your speed. Is that right, Christian? Well, leap. Yeah, yeah. You have to move it if to do a long jump or high jump. You have to move at least ten feet, oh, shit. and then you're, yeah, you're not going to be able to spring off it, not without right. some kind of feet That's bonus right. yeah. and climbing. A success is five feet. A critical success is ten feet up. Yeah. So okay. you would have to spend almost all of your actions simply climbing. Okay. So then here's my next thought: is I have I was going to sell it, but we haven't gone back yet. I have a great axe. Can I just chuck it at it? It's not a thrown weapon. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I was going to suggest that you Jackie Chan it between two po- uh, two Surely pillars. He could just take a penalty. I would I would argue <laughs> uh, that it would simply be an improvised weapon, which. 20 feet range and D4 damage if he hits. Not to say it's not going to deal great axe damage. He's just hucking like an object. And it'll be way out of your damage increment. You're probably, as a crow flies, you know, 40 40 to 50 feet away from this thing because it's 30 feet in the air. Right. right? I would move towards it, pull it out, and yeet it at it. Just like a javelin. That'd be at the (laughs) second range increment. Even if you got directly under it, you'd be at the second range increment because an improvised weapon's 20 feet. He's not so you saying no, a, Raymond. He's I'm not saying no. I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> that's my Bill is raging. He is. He sees it in the air, and he looks. He sees a weapon he was not using anymore. And I'm just gonna try and javelin chuck it at it. I don't have. I don't think I have anything else I can throw at it. But that's what I got. Okay, so you're gonna have to move closer, right? Mm-hmm. Throw a townsperson at it, so I can move. Go. Yeah, I can move to right here. <laughs> All right, go for it. And then I'll say this is at your second range and commit. So that's a minus two. Okay. Right. At the second range increment? Yes. And that's against with your dex, and you probably don't have any proficiency with this. Probably not. So well, it's going to be... No. It's going to be dex... It's not an ath- athletics check. It's going to be dex minus... <laughs> no, it's okay. going to be dex minus two. Okay. And you roll. Is that Does that sound about right to you, Christian? I think it sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I would argue if he's proficient with martial and simple i mean improvised thrown weapon shouldn't is be a that simple that right yeah it okay. shouldn't be that far of a stretch you're so trained, I would argue in, simple he would get trained in simple weapons and martial weapons okay yeah, so, so it's i would be, argue he would get proficiency bonus yeah three uh six um six plus dex minus two six plus dex minus two so seven minus two five plus five which is go for it man all right here we go <laughs> uh, 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 12 for a 17 you miss, unfortunately. God. Just barely, Sorry. actually. That would have been really freaking cool. Uh, but yeah, I chug it, and I'm assuming my great axe flies to the other side, and ting, ting, ting on the floor. And I scream. I loud it up. All mighty roar. All the best ideas come out of Raymond. I'm telling <laughs> hero you. Hero point? Do you have a hero point? He had one, but he didn't call it. No. If he would have called it before, call it. I would have let him I do just, a I, I mean, what, Mac, my, my, not worth the damage. It would just but would have been cool. And for the listeners at home, improvised weapons take a minus two penalty to attack rolls on top of everything, mm-hmm. but they are simple weapons. <laughs> right. So it actually, he actually rolled a 15, not a 17. Because I forgot to take the extra two off of the improvised. All right. Bill tried. Another, 
Bill always <laughs> tries, and that's what matters, man. All right, the second, another commoner here, and he just cowers. He he is trying to press himself as closely to the ground as possible. This is our uh, lizard folk friend, and he is just trying to just burrow himself into the ground as much as possible. Get away from the danger. He's just not doing too well. And he's going to use both of the actions he has to try to kind of dig himself a little shelter in the ground. It's really sad. Solus, you're up. So from where I'm standing, can I see anybody else? No. Anybody else is being attacked by birds? Not currently. Okay. Um, one of them is out of sight. The other one is flying straight up 30 feet above you. Okay. Okay. Then in that case, I'm going to draw my shield. And I'm going to attempt to intimidate it by banging my sword against my shield. All right. Do you have, do you have uh, the in, the thing that doesn't take a negative if you don't share a language? What's that called? Um, intimidating glare. Intimidating glare is the feat. Yeah. No, I do not have that. Okay. Well, go ahead, and it's going to be at a minus two. All right. Minus four. Uh, minus four. Damn Thanks. it. Thanks. Here to help. <laughs> uh, that is a 15 for a 19. You successfully intimidated it. Okay. Good job. Wow. Noise. You can see it crying big bird tears. You feel a special kinship with it. <laughs> that was so creative. I feel he should get a hero. I, I think so, too. <laughs> I like Aww. it. I haven't given Solus a hero point in a while. Go ahead and pick a hero point, buddy. Aww. You try to intimidate a bird. Usually that just gets them angry and they take your fries. <laughs> that was smart. Micah sending Krishna 20. <laughs> also, should Micah take the penalty for trying to speak to a bird? Just saying. <laughs> he already yeah, did. It's a, oh, it's a valid argument. I see. It was just, it, yeah. Yeah. Some people got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, next commoner in the order, um, it's a halfling, and she's like, I can't, I can't do this. And she begins to run in another direction away in panic terrified of these horrifying bird things. She runs off. We'll go south. Yeah, right. She just runs right into the fog fen. And that is the end of her turn. Tovin, what can you do? You know, I think there's something you can do if you, but but do you lack the will? Do you have the will to do it, Tovin? I mean, I can do it. You know what you have to do. You know, I mean, it's AC <sighs> is diminished from being frightened. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And What's the range on that sucker? It's 30. Oh, <laughs> you got to get it's, like right underneath it. You have yeah, to get you have to get under there with Kashak, and I would let <laughs> you do it as long as you moved out. Of, well, you can't move out because you only have. How should I adjudicate that? Kashak is small. Yeah, he can shoulder deck me. I mean, he just okay. needs a tiny bit, and there's a body right there. Yeah, right, he the could do it. I'll let him do it. You can share the space with Kashak. I think it's cool. Everybody okay. loves the one beam. If that's what you're doing, <laughs> I'm assuming you're not going to do something stupid like Divine Lance. Uh, no, I <laughs> no, I was actually going to run back to town and moonbeam Carmen Rajani. No, Jesus. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, oh wait, I'm supposed to be sharing with, uh, sorry, Cash Act. Right, right there. Yeah, everybody's right. stacked on one's place. Yeah, he's going to run back, murder Carmen with a knife and say one yep. of the birds got him. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like steel feather wounds. <laughs> I did a medicine check. That's totally what it is. <laughs> as I stitch. Um, okay, so Tobin's going to move into Kashak's space <laughs> and kind of like 
I, for some odd reason, hero just kind point. of shuffle in like Gary O'Colotion. I'm going to hero point and, it. Yeah, he is hey, going to actually hero point it. And he's going to use a hero point and cast Moonbeam. 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 <laughs> All right. So just straight up into the, the foggy night sky. Numero uno. Okay. That's good. That's a 15. And that was a 10. So I'm going to go with a 15. That gives me a 24. That's a hit. Tech. Oh, that's you what I like. You freaking hit it as long like as he doesn't roll a four or less. Surface, it's a Sam. It's a surface-to-air moonbeam. <laughs> <laughs> like a he West still Virginia has the wedding. Chance. Yeah. yeah, roll that mischance. Because, oh, yeah. Would you roll two mischances? No. <laughs> um. So that's... Wait, we're not doing percentage, just a D20. It's right? a D20. Yeah, there's no okay. percentage in 2E. I rolled a 13. There you go. There you go. Okay. You hit. So, uh, because it's a focus spell and it's auto-heightened, uh, I get to do 2D6. Whoop! That's a 3 and a 5 for 8 points of damage. Uh, it could be fire or silver, whichever one does better. It's actually considered both. And it's damn Dazzled. Oh, yeah, that's true. How? What's your total damage again? Uh, it was an eight. Nice. This thing is not doing good. It looks like it's starting to lose some feathers. And he's going to scream the at the... Like, uh, oh. like uh, lawn, our lawn darts. <laughs> and he's going to scream at the uh, the townspeople that ran away. You fools! We were going to protect you! And we're done. <laughs> he yells as an axe falls from the heavens and embeds <laughs> in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they ran the opposite way. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the the um the final commoner he is is apoplectic. He's just maybe that's not the right word. That's probably not the right word. He's nearly catatonic, and he's looking down at looking down at his fellow citizen who's ashen with their entrails around the ground, ripped and clawed apart by this horrible winged beast. And and he just reaches down and and he takes his the coat and tries to cover the body the best he can and he just like his face is completely blank as he takes his coat off and tries to cover the body up and that's the end of his turn and Rin again she um cast glitter dust right cast glitter <laughs> dust on Tovin um she runs into the center of the group next to this fallen creature and she casts gust of wind directly into um into the sky above her and I'm going to I'm going to say it kind of works like a cone and it's going to clear the fog out from the inner circle it's going to blow all the fog out of the inner circle so inside of the inner circle there is no longer concealment okay spoopy huh anti spoopy and that is the end of her turn she she runs to the center of the circle and looks up to the sky and reaches out her eyes and begins her, her reaches her eyes out Jesus <laughs> reaches out her arms and starts to oh, extend to the stars <laughs> starts to wave her arms in a circle and it makes a bit of a whirlwind and it clears out the fog so that inner circle is completely cleared of all of the fog straight up you can see the glorious stars of the caravan shining down upon you once again now I can't imagine Rinse Bixie without seeing Crumb from Ah Real Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> really? I was thinking she yep. was Gary from SpongeBob, just for Micah's sake. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, so if a creature successfully hid and snuck at the end of their last turn, they have to do another sneak action to remain hidden, Christian? Yes. However, if it were to fly out in the open now that there's no fog, it, it doesn't can't it can't perform it a can't sneak perform in that circumstance exactly. because there's nothing for it to hide in. So this creature, you, you see it appear through the fog bank towards the center circle, and it begins to come down and dive bomb Rin. No! Directly down. And this might have been her downfall having cleared away this concealment because it comes down, flies by, slash, slash, with the wings doing, again, a double slash. And the first roll is a hit. And there's no concealment on this. So there's the first slashing. That's completely wrong. Eh. Hold on, sorry. Let me... All right. That's six points of damage for the first one. So that is... There we go. And the second one is going to be another hit. So that's going to be another... Why can't I ever find D8s, guys? Why can't I never find my freaking D8s? Because I look funny. All right, let's... I mean, it doesn't matter. Your turn's not going to take as long as mine did. Uh, remember, it's a it's a pyramid. A two pyramids ass to ass. Two pyramids ass to ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't say he didn't know what they look like. He just said he can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets hit twice. So, bleeding, does that... That doesn't proc till her turn, correct? Correct. All right. So, this thing has an interesting property in which the bleeds actually stack. So Rin is now affected by a 1d8 bleed instead of a 1d6 bleed. Whoa! That's not bueno. Mm. Not at all. Luckily, it's going to be a while until it's her turn. Uh, Are the bleeds supposed to proc at the very beginning of the turn, right? Uh, They proc after... After you the action, take all of your actions. Then right, okay. you take bleed damage. Then you, so been then you attempt right. to remove bleed. All right, Yosef, you are up. Okay, I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use one move action to move 15 feet to my east, so I can flank with Bill and his raging self. And uh, I'm gonna hang and bang, roll to attack, see what we get. Uh, natural 17 for 26. That's a hit. D6 plus D8. Let's get this out of the way. Let's see if I just hit with this uh, yeah, the second attack as well. Uh, that would be a uh, 14. That's a mess. flat-footed. Yep. First Damn. one's a hit. Wait. The first one's against flat-footed. What'd you roll? A 27? Yeah. That's a crit. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. That's a crit. I don't multiply sneak attack damage, though, right? No. So it's just For 2d8. Crit? Yes, you do. Oh, you do? Yes. All, oh, you do all damage and double Okay. It. It's just... You gotta remember the... By the right, time a okay. rogue is max level, it's only 4d6 sneak attack yeah. damage. It's not like it's monumental. Mm-hmm. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry just for getting the formula wrong all the time, but it's... Uh, I Do I double my dex multiplier as well? You double everything. Yes. T- okay. Rules is written, a crit, you do everything as normal, and then you just simply double it. Okay, cool. Except for things like deadly, which is just an, an ad well, rider. Yes, those are riders that uh, add damage after the critical right. has been damage has been done. I got an 8 and a 5 for 13 so that's a plus your so plus dex which is uh 17 which is just the plus 4 
All right, so that's 34 points of damage, right? Yep. Uh, describe your kill. I am. Nice. Uh, as it's flying and attacking Rin, uh, Yosef just uh, takes a spike chain out, uh, whips it straight up with a flick of the wrist, catches it on the legs, and then rips it down into the ground and uh, snaps its weak bird neck on impact. Let me get you to um, roll, or hold on, let me get you to take. Oh, do I, I didn't roll concealment, did I? You didn't need to. There's, there's no, no, conce- oh, there's oh, no right, concealment. Right. Right. I'm, I'm Six points of bleed damage. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, that puts me at six HP. So I'm going <laughs> to roll the stabilize. Uh, Fifteen. All right. Nice. So the bleed has been staunched. I need to lie down. Have a cookie or something. Oh, burnt. This other one, seeing that its its companion has been slain, does a flip in the air and begins do to it. dive bomb straight down. Don't do it. Don't do it. The thing that killed its mate. No! Oh, no. no. Why, why oh. is it like this? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it's doing the double slash yet again. I have, because I have it's six such HP. A, I know. You're going to go down. I don't All know right. that you'll die, but you're going to go down here. Oh, if you hit him with two crits, he'll die. He'll die, yeah. He Shut will up. die if I Shut hit him with two crits. <laughs> don't put that in the ether. Oh, no. That's a 22. Okay, that hits. All right, let me go ahead and roll damage for it. Damage. Damage. Four points. Owie. I have two HP. I'm sorry, eight points. Sorry, that's oh. eight points. I'm unconscious. You're down. <laughs> unconscious. And it hits you with its second one. It can't kill you at the very least. Oh, but you have a bleed now. Oh, oh well, it, then, it, then it can. Isn't right. that neat? But since he's down, he doesn't move in initiative order here because he's already before it, correct? Uh, correct. Okay, cool. So I don't and take here's the bleed the right now. Second hit, and you it's at a minus... Oh, God. Okay, so it's a 23. Your AC is minus what, six? Yeah, so I have a 14. Uh, it's not a crit, though. 23. Hey, now, ironically, you... he does have deny advantage, which specifically says creatures <laughs> cannot get... You're not flat-footed against creatures. Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> of equal or lower level, which uh-huh. they're equal this level. This thing is equal level, so... Yes, so fit the sixteen. So no, you don't crit me. <laughs> so you All can right. rule however you want for an unconscious you, character. You are dying too, and you have yeah. a one d eight bleed on you. Hooray! I could use some better medicine. Oh god, this could get really bad though, dude. And it's it's just rending your flesh. It's just. <laughs> Hey, this is unconscious Yotes of speaking into everybody else's uh, conscious during the middle of this combat. It's going, help me, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt I now its have, adorable little duck flap. I have two villain points now. Ugh. Oh, fuck you. Kashak, you're up. Well, Kashak is very concerned about poor Yosef. There's nothing I can do medically for him, but I'm going to be like, uh, I'll take down the son of a bitch you took down, my buddy. And I'm going to cast a full turn three drop magic missile. Oh, that's what we need. Take it down, man. Oh, hold on. Sorry. One point of order. Did you roll the mischance for those? Because that bird is dazzled from the moonbeam. Oh, Oh. 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 Oh my God. We're having way too many of these. Oh, my God. (laughs) Rules, Daddy. I'm going to do the the first mischance. First mischance. 13. Good. Damn it. Second mischance. 
18. Good. Uh, I tried, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> he's really Absolutely. he's really going for brownie points tonight. <laughs> uh, Christian is. Oh, rules, Daddy. You shouldn't. You know, I, I, like I appreciate you trying to help me, but I, I still remember these are your creatures that yeah, are right? right now. <laughs> <laughs> these are your babies stomping all over. You our did corpses. this. <laughs> all right, let's roll that magic missile damage. Chugga, chugga, chugga. You having some uh, dysfunction over there, buddy? Need a little blue dye. A little bit of ED, Joe. Three D four plus one plus two plus two. Per projectile? It's 1d4 plus 1 per projectile, so you're going to do a total of 3d4 plus 3. Total of 12. It is not. Wait. Hold on. Describe your kill. Hey, so I see this thing, like, sw- like start digging into Yosef with his albatross beak, and I'm all pissed off. And Kashak's like, this fucking bullshit. I'm so tired of it. I just want to live in a lizard hole. And I'm going to use that level of Disvision, just just anger, and hit it left shoulder, right shoulder, center of the neck. You hear like a loud pop, and I'm like, oh, oh, like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> duck hunt. <laughs> All right, that's the end of combat. But I'm not going to take you out of rounds because your buddy Yosef is in crisis. He is laying on the ground, literally bleeding out. Help me. Okay. So, Billiam, is there anything you can do? No. Like, to help him? No, there's nothing I can do. I, Before, I'm going to go run and pick up my great axe. Just to right. gather it. If your rage is off, okay, so yeah. you're good. Pick it up and then run. just run back over to him and look over his body and yell, Joseph, please come towards my voice. Don't go the other way. <laughs> Don't go to the light. <laughs> Listen to me. There's so much we have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Solus, is there anything you can do for your boy Yosef? I think there so, is. Yeah, I'm going to put away my sword, run up to the to my rat friend, and use healing hands. All right, or uh, lay on hands. Excuse me. So, ooh, way sexy. The healing hands; those are for people in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> healing hands are for the American Red Cross. Wait, I don't get that one. It's because their toilets go the opposite way. What? So. What? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you roll your healing hands there, Micah? Uh, yeah, you just get six HP back. Oh, okay. Yay. So he is now dying or uh, wounded one. Correct, Christian? Yes, sir. Wounded one. Am I still bleeding? You are still bleeding. I'm still bleeding. You have six points of damage. You are still bleeding. Toven, what can you do? Is there anything you can do? So Tovin's going to rush over and he's going to... Would battle medicine work at this point on staunching her up and to staunch the bleed? No, you could attempt to... Well, you could attempt to aid him. You could say that you're wrapping bandages around him and do a medicine check against... uh, Well, it would be the DC of the triggering effect, but there's not a DC for the triggering effect. It just happens. Um, So I'm going to set the DC at 20 with your medicine check to be able to apply aid and give him a plus two on the check. I'm sorry. It's okay. a plus one. It's a plus two. If you crit. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me see here. So I guess I'll attempt my battle medicine and I'm going to scream to cash. We're going to need you for cautery. Get over here. The rat man's down. And I rolled a 17 plus 
Is this is this a battle medicine or is this to help him stop a bleed? I to stop the bleed. Okay. Okay. So uh, it'd be seventeen plus eleven. So a twenty-eight. Cool. All right. So he's gonna get a plus one on his flat check to stop the bleeding when it's his turn. Uh, stop bleeding is actually an action in medicine. It actually lets him make a check right now to attempt to stop the bleed. The DC oh. to allow this is the DC of the check to remove the bleed. It's actually under the first administer first aid action abilities of medicine. Oh, did did I do it? Oh, I thought it was just to aid to stop the bleed. He I don't think it, it, he could attempt to do that, but there is an actual stop bleed action. Oh. under medicine, under administer first aid that allows him to make an extra check right now when he makes the check. Okay, I would like to do that. All right. Still under, it's not a flat check though, right? No, the DC would be the DC he needs to make to stop the bleed, which is 15, which you already made, so. Oh, and it gives him, if he succeeds, it gives Yosef another chance to stop. Yes, it basically just gives him a free check to stop the bleed. He still has uh, to see. get a 15 or higher. Right. Okay. But I get to roll twice. But he gets a plus one because I let him do the action to actually staunch bleeding yeah. in addition to stop the bleed. Okay. Well, that's... Hmm. Troublesome? So did I just give him advantage? Is that what we're talking about here? No, fortune? it would have been a plus one if you were doing an aid. But if you're going to do stop the bleed... Yeah. That's what you're going to do instead? Instead yeah. of the aid? Okay. So now Yosef gets to roll... Jake, you get to roll another DC 15 flat check to get rid of the bleed. Right now? Right now. Cool. Uh, nine. Okay, that's a no. Cool. Valiant effort, valiant effort. You'll get another chance on your turn. Uh, uh, which it's is now. Joseph. Which is now. So f- first, you're going to take the eight points of bleed, which how many points of da- health do you have right now? Six. <laughs> that's a seven. Oh, my God. So you are dying. Th- is he dead? Yep. No, he's no, dying, he's dying too. too. You're now dying too. All right, cool. And go ahead and do your check to stop the bleed. All right. Uh, nine again. This oh, is no. really fun. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Oh. Uh, and you can't just heal him and not get rid of the bleed because if no. he gets knocked down by the bleed again, he's dead. He's gone. I'll be dying three. No, you'll you be just, dead. Can you give him a bunch of healing tokens so he can keep taking the bleed damage? I, can, I do have one heal spell left, and it's a 2d10 plus. Uh, right, because it will resolve itself. Um, I'm probably going to yeah. say. Most ongoing damage it actually lists, it generally does not last more than a minute. Unless right. there's extenuating circumstances. Which okay, is, cool. mind you, 10 rounds. <laughs> I mean, if you hit me with a heal and give me two D10s, that's like more time for yeah, me to exactly. stop yeah. this check. Can you, get up, can you get up and does anybody have a potion? Well, it's 2D10 <laughs> plus 16. He's gonna, it's going to be a lot he can take. Yeah. Well, Wait, if, 2D10 plus 16. Oh, well, yeah, if you set your DC right. high. Well, no, if you, no. I'm saying, no, if the heal spell, spell, if he's using the heal spell yeah. at the two action. Right. I get a plus eight. That's yeah, right. you get a plus eight per level. So I already have a plus eight. I will get another plus eight. Plus it's two d ten. Damn. Yeah, he's he's got the healing hands feet. So it's two d ten plus sixteen. That could Would potentially just help put me a full HP. Yeah. No. No. You don't have to worry about it. I Not just, for that I one. To roll. I just have to roll for. Can I slap Tobin to make him focus harder? You need to do this, Tobin. Save our friend. <laughs> so do we want to? Do we want to fast forward all the way to Tobin's turn again? He casts two action heal. That's fine. Yeah, go for I, it. I, I, I want to stop. I'm here for this. <laughs> Dead. My my head spins around on my shoulders. I die. And so does Yosef. <laughs> I am tall but very lanky. <laughs> uh, okay. So Tovin's going to put his hands on Yosef's gross albino chest. 
<laughs> he's going to focus every last bit of his his uh, uh, caravan power, <laughs> his cosmic caravan power into this weird little vermin. <laughs> uh, that's a three plus a three plus 16. Oh my God. So he gets 19 points of healing. No, 22 he, points. Of 22 healing. points of healing. Bad math, man. <laughs> Wait, six plus sixteen three? is twenty-two. You're right. I'm very dumb. <laughs> have I, have I right, told well, you guys? Some, has that not come something. up? We're forty episodes in. Has that yeah. not come up? Three plus three equals three. Yeah, because why? Right, Yosef, let me get a get a get a check to stop All it. Right. All right, hold on. I gotta I gotta give you the bleed. I have a hundred one points. Five points. Right <laughs> Yay! I'm at seventeen. All right, so the bleed has stopped. You have. Uh, it's been ten rounds. No, no I, I mean, mean my you just rolled 17. a sixteen. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said I rolled a 16. No. Okay, roll it to stop the bleeding. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 16. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yes. There it is. Excellent. Nice. So nice. you have defeated these infernal <sighs> flying beasts. Uh, you look down at them, and they have these almost pewter, silvery wings. As their bodies settle into a heap, you can almost hear them clanking together like chainmail. Creatures you've never seen before. You're able to stop them, but at a high cost. One of the townspeople has been killed. Another one is definitely under. A couple of them next to you are undergoing some severe uh, mental distress from having seen their fellow citizen destroyed in such a horrible manner. And Rin is trembling at having seen these beasts. Why is that? We'll have to find out next week. Oh, why you gotta do that? Of course. I had so much to do. So much work, so many stitches. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.